Hello and welcome to the Learning Summit podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to describe how video messages can be used to run a business. Hi, if you don't already know me, I'm Sean Gilligan, the founder of Web Anywhere, and I'm going to talk through how I use uh, video messaging within my business to keep people connected, to drive engagement and to get work done. Okay, let's get started by talking about how town hall speeches are conducted. Once a month, we get the team together to go through our latest progress. We talk about customer success and how we are tracking against our targets. Around about 100 people attend a video call, which usually lasts 30 to 40 minutes. It's a time to take stock, celebrate success and tell stories. If there are particular issues stopping success, we discuss these in the meeting and ask for feedback. At the end of the meeting, traditionally, we have a different Uh, member of the team praise another person. This brings about great energy and means that uh, the meeting finishes on a high. Before the current crisis, these meetings were often done in the office. We now conduct these on watch and learn. Let's now talk about check-ins and debriefs. The lowest value meeting held in diaries are progress status update meetings. The way that the managers and the makers in the business manage their time is quite different. Managers tend to be going from one meeting to the next in either half an hour or one hour slots. This rhythm of meetings can often interrupt the flow of work being done. To avoid unnecessary morning meetings, we have converted these to asynchronous stand-ups. Working in an agile way, we ask questions such as what is going well, what isn't going well, and what do we need to do differently? Going asynchronous benefits knowledge workers who need long sprints of uninterrupted work. Managers still get their updates and can bubble up and escalate on video calls if they feel necessary. To avoid unnecessary meetings, instead of managers sending out a scheduled meeting link, they must send out a link to a private group, to a video or voice note for discussion. Changing this one thing reduces the number of meetings that you do on a weekly basis. Let's now talk about staff handovers. We all worry as CEO about the single points of failure within the business. Whilst we all endeavour to ensure that we have no single points of failure, sometimes circumstances lead to a lack of knowledge in the business. This lack of knowledge could be skills-based or indeed a lack of understanding about a particular customer. All staff handovers are conducted using screencasts when people go on holiday or for those times when people leave the business for pastures new. Traditional spreadsheets with prioritised tasks, new owners and statuses are created. The only difference is instead of collaborative documents being shared, this is done alongside a screencast. The screencast includes useful commentary for better understanding of tasks delegated. Staff handovers are better done in person But when this is not possible, a screencast is a good second choice. Now, let's talk about hiring talent. During the current pandemic, hiring new staff is challenging. Public health and safety guidelines means lots of candidates and indeed managers are not comfortable meeting face to face. Once we've posted our job adverts, we ask candidates to send us a short private video introduction regarding their skills and experience. Once a candidate has been selected for the next round of interviews, we conduct a video call with two managers present. Following the first round interview, we then task a candidate to conduct a second round interview presentation. Sometimes the second round presentation is done with a screencast, which is then discussed in the interview. In this instance, the candidate will pre-record a presentation, which we will watch before the actual interview. 
The interview time is then spent on the higher value questions around the presentation. We don't do this if we are wanting to test the candidate's presentation skills. And in certain instances, we'll instead do the video call and simply do screen sharing. Hiring with video messages and video calls has allowed us to keep the momentum up on our hiring process. It's helped us to increase the speed of hiring and the quality of hires. Candidates' times to competence are also helped with onboarding video libraries. We have libraries of screencasts and videos from things such as the policies and procedures to how to use a CRM and other internal tools. The use of video throughout the recruitment process has made it more enjoyable and personable for all involved. We then use video to introduce new hires. In a screen-based world where we are all far apart, bringing on a new hire can be tricky. We use a combination of video messaging and video calls to make sure that the new starter feels a sense of belonging. You can't beat face-to-face interaction and we have organised staff away days such as walks uh, to keep the team spirit high. This isn't always possible with all our staff given the international nature of our business. Introducing new members of staff by video to the wider organisation has been useful for new hires to understand the mission and vision of our business and what part they can play. Let's now talk about the use of video for management reporting. Before using Watch and Learn, we used to submit weekly reports by 12 noon on Friday for discussion and presentation on Monday's management meetings. The experience had its benefits because it forced a cadence for middle managers and it gave accountability. The problem was that people's presentations would go on for a good 15 to 20 minutes and so there was little time left for back and forth discussion. Nowadays, we still submit the management report by 12 noon on Friday, but this time we do it as a screencast. Managers produce slide decks and create a video talking through each document. These reports are played before the meeting by all managers. Managers can ask questions with voice notes or make comments before the meeting. And the actual meeting then leads to a more interactive discussion, which is more productive. It's more enjoyable all round and saves lots of time. Okay, let's talk about ideas and how we use Watch and Learn for this. For whatever reason, I tend to get my best ideas first thing in the morning once I've got out of the shower. In order to capture the idea, I do one of two things. I either record a voice note on Watch and Learn or I type into my Apple Notes app. On reflection, adding a voice note and sharing this in the group is much better. This is because the idea is immediately shared with other people and the importance of the idea is felt through the tone of the voice. There are times when it's not appropriate to share your idea. Every other time, a voice note in the group is a great way to express your thoughts. Guess what? We use video for spotting problems. This is how we do it. One of the hardest things to do in business is to identify a problem. Many businesses struggle because they simply don't know that a problem exists. Even with strong quality assurance processes and endless amounts of testing, mistakes still happen. It could be a typo on the website or it might be something wrong with a PDF document. Whenever myself or other members of staff spot these problems, a screencast is created and shared with the appropriate person to fix the issue. Before we used screencasts, we used to write long chains of emails trying to describe the problem. Clearly, screencasting is a much more effective route. By using video messaging throughout the business, I'm able to listen to all my staff to see how their day has gone. When problems occur, myself and the management team provide support. 
By listening to the debriefs daily, either as video or voice messages, we can catch the bad news early and improve the business. Let's talk about having difficult conversations. Now, this issue in a remote first world is a tricky one to resolve. I believe that to have a difficult conversation, this should be done in person with a cup of tea or coffee. In a remote first world, I still don't know what the answer is to this one. But here are some suggestions. When you're having a difficult conversation, it's much better to ask open-ended questions uh, than to come up with statements. It's better for the person to identify there is a problem themselves than for the manager to tell them outright. For example, if you have an issue with the quality of someone's work, it's better to ask open-ended questions than to state the exact problem. The person self-identifying the issue will save time in the long run. For example, you could ask a person or a member of staff to create a screencast of their latest work, suggesting areas for improvement. If a member of staff doesn't spot the issue, you still need to ask further questions. Now, if this doesn't work, eventually you do need to be candid and get to the point. Bad news should be delivered early. And so don't put off those difficult conversations. Confront the conversation head on and address those expectation gaps. In these instances, a video call is probably better than a video message. Let's talk about the use of video for coaching. I do a lot of reading. I share interesting articles by attaching links to voice notes. If I spot an interesting website, I will create a screencast with a link back to the website describing why I feel it's interesting. I listen to business podcasts all the time. Sometimes I will create an executive summary of a book or a podcast to disseminate the information to other members of staff. The summary of a book or a podcast is usually a slide deck with a screencast. The best way to learn is to teach and I create libraries of my learnings. These can be used for new members of staff or to refresh the thinking of teams. I have my own podcast called the Sean Gilligan Podcast, which staff listen to. In addition to this, my LinkedIn live show called Sean in the Shed encourages staff to learn from the interesting stories of other business leaders. I hope people engage with these different outlets for learning and act upon their learnings. Let's talk about asynchronous meetings. There are times when our senior management team doesn't have time to schedule a meeting. Perhaps diaries are not aligned. We instead conduct the meeting asynchronously. The theme of the meeting is set perhaps by a screencast and then voice note comments are posted. By the end of the discussion, we have clear actions and decisions made. All the meeting minutes are automatically created because the voice notes are transcribed. If we ever need to go back to review historic decisions, nothing is lost. Quite often discussions start and end outside work. It's often more convenient to conduct a meeting this way. It's important to give praise on the path to success. This is how we do it using video. We all want to know that we're doing a good job. That sense of appreciation is a great motivator. Some managers only praise when exceptional results are delivered. We try at Web Anywhere to praise on the journey to success. It's about the journey, not the destination. Giving out praise is one of the most engaging ways to use Watch and Learn. When I praise a member of staff, I love watching how many people have listened to the message. It's also good to see how many people reply with well done messages with their own songs of praise. People want worthwhile work. They want to work in the way they choose and they want praise along the way. Handwritten thank you messages are still as good as any technological method for giving 
that praise. When thank you notes are impractical and less immediate, a voice note or a video message works well. Remember, some people don't like being praised in public for those types of people. Instead of posting a well done message on the public timeline, we send private messages in private chat. Let's finish by discussing how we use video messaging for customer insights. Visiting customers is a problem at the moment. Travel between the UK and the US is difficult. We conduct user groups and workshops online. These are generally done as a video call with screen sharing. We do have breakout sessions where we ask customers to go asynchronous and post their thoughts on private groups. On a video call, when you ask a customer their opinion, they don't always like to be put on the spot. Giving customers time to reflect and to post a voice note or video message gives greater honesty. Web Anywhere as a software business needs to be writing code or talking to customers. We've been guilty of not talking to our customers enough in the past, and this has led to mistakes. We use Watch and Learn to continuously talk to customers. Netflix-style video reports are given to customers on a weekly basis to demonstrate progress on projects. Customers can join their communities to speak to other customers. Our customer success teams are one click away if a customer needs a video call. Watch and Learn has brought us closer to our customers whilst we're far apart. Using video as the first means of communication is a game changer. If you're interested in learning more about Watch and Learn, simply visit watchandlearn.io. You can create a free account as an individual or you can sign up for a team account. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Learning Summit podcast. If you've enjoyed it, do share on social media and subscribe. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.